Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from New York City. More specifically, I'm coming to you live from Central Park. It's the perfect day to be outside. Um, and, um, I, you know, I'm lucky enough that I can work and broadcast from outside if, if I want to. So, that is what ha- I have chosen to do today. Um, since I'm in Central Park... I am having Mike's Hard Lemonade, and I've already had a few, so if I get tongue twisted, that's why. (laughs) So, we're also going to try having our first Coughless and Roseanne-less podcast in what seems like forever. So, fingers crossed that it can actually happen. Um... We're going to start by talking about Jerry Springer. Um, In case you missed the news yesterday, um, the CW has bought repeats of all of his shows, all 30, 100 episodes. Um, That's not really that big of a deal. Like, it's more money for um, NBC Universal. Um, But the, the surprising part is no more new episodes are being produced. What what's being said right now is just that they have so much inventory that they don't necessarily want to keep adding to it. Um, but there there are some theories out there that Jerry was ready to hang up his mic, which doesn't actually seem to be true because if it were, he wouldn't have signed a new contract. Or he would have made it clear that this was his final year on air, just like Oprah did. He has been on air for 28 years, which I believe is the longest-running talk show ever. Um, that honor might actually belong to Phil Donahue. Let me just see. Do-do-do-do. Okay. So technically, Late Night with David Letterman is the longest talk show. Um, and Ellen is up there, but I think that I think that only counts for shows that are currently on air. Um, because there's Ellen's only been on air for um fifteen years, something like that. It hasn't been that many. Um, but Jerry Springer has been out for 28. Um, and at the height of his popularity in 97-98, his show and Ricky Lake show were must-see TV. His ratings were beating Oprah's. I think that was the only time that that had happened. Um, so, there, the show has quite the legacy. And it, it's really sad to see it and so abruptly and especially without um really getting a chance to say goodbye you know you welcome people into your home for almost 30 years you kind of do expect to be able to say goodbye um there's really no there's no other um word um some were saying that the ratings were bad which which is probably true um, again, you know, at the, 
at the height, he was probably watch. He was probably a top ten show, like in all of TV, not just daytime. Uh, um, but you know, over the years, um, there were criminal trials. There were, I think, there was a lawsuit, and so the show went from wild and weird entertainment to just another drone, just another talk show. Um, I I will say I think he probably has one of the only topical talk shows left. I think Maury has, um, Maury's still around. And Steve Wilkos, which is a spinoff of Jerry Springer, um, I think is topical. But those are buried on channels where you, like, have to search for them. At least Jerry Springer was usually front and center. So it's kind of sad that we're not going to have that anymore. Hopefully someone, (coughs) me can launch a new topical trashy talk show and just take the world by storm again. I think we're about due for that. I'll be right back. Okay, I am back. Let's talk some Sophia Bush. She was in um, The Incredibles 2. And... She's out on a press tour right now um, promoting it. And she talked about um, how Michael Schwann, who was um, a producer on One Tree Hill, um, and was also the creator and showrunner of The Royals on E!, harassed her, grabbed her butt, which is never okay. Let me, uh, just because I feel like it needs to be said, touching a coworker or a subordinate inappropriately is never okay. There's never a time where you should say to yourself, hmm, that looks like a good piece of ass. Let me grab it. Because, you know, there are lawsuits, there are laws, and there's a thing called human decency, which seems to have been lost nowadays. But that's not what I wanted to talk about. Um... (laughs) So, just so you know, I've already had four Mike's Hard Lemonades, and I chugged another one before I did this segment, so (laughs) this is really loopy. Um, Let's talk about um, her marriage to Chad Michael Murray. Now, if you were a gay man, well, gay boy, gay man, straight girl, straight woman, in the early 2000s, probably even really the late 90s, you probably had a huge crush on Chad Michael Murray. I mean, he had a great body, was decently talented. I mean, you know, when you're young and in lust, it doesn't really matter how talented a person is. Um, you just kind of ignore everything else and go go for that part. Um... And we were all devastated when Sophia Bush married him uh, in 2005. And it was one of those weird things where my ex was oddly jealous of, of Chad Michael Murray, even though I was never going to meet him. And at the time, I was, like I loved celebrity gossip. I would buy like all the rags and whatnot. 
But yes, I hear you cackling, Mandy. <laughs> she knows exactly who I'm talking about. Um, and this time, it's not Taylor Swift's fault. Um, anyway, so I would buy all the magazines, like, and I would keep up on it. But that's just because I really love pop culture. Um, so, and then I would, like, I had predicted that they were going to get divorced, but I didn't think it was going to be within five months. Like, their marriage and divorce happened so fast, my head was spinning. Well, Sophia is now telling people that, well, not people, specifically she's telling Andy Cohen, she didn't want to marry Chad Michael Murray. Bitch, you lying. Everybody wanted to marry Chad Michael Murray. Okay, but let's just get that out of the way. He might be a douchebag, but he's a hot douchebag with a cute little butt. I'm just saying. Um, but basically she said she didn't want to marry him. She did it because her bosses kind of prompted her to. They, they encouraged her because apparently she was the only one who could get him to work on time. She was the only one who kept him focused and um, through the scenes. And, um, you know, so people would get to go home and see their kids and their families at night. I don't think that's fair to put that all on one coworker. Um, you know, I, I've had that done to me, not necessarily marrying someone to get that all done, but, you know, where a lot of, um, responsibility was dumped on me for reasons that really made no sense. So I can kind of see where her frustration is. And for his part, um, Chad had his publicist put out this really douchey-sounding statement. Let me see. Let me read it word for word because it's just so douchey. It says, Chad conducts himself in a completely professional manner and would never marry for any reason but love. 13 years since his divorce from Sophia, he has a very happy family life with his wife and children. He has completely moved on and doesn't feel the need to engage in this type of behavior. What that really means is, shit, she busted me, and now I'm going to have to do damage control with my current job. That's, that's literally what was just said there. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. Yes, I just checked another Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yes, I'm getting day drunk. Yes, I still have to work. These are all true facts. Um, so, uh, to my bosses... If you're listening and you see some wacky-ass posts, those are mine. Just send them back to me. I'll, I'll fix them later. Um, let's talk about Camille Cosby. Well, more specifically, let's talk about Camille and Bill Cosby. Camille was the definition of Stand By Your Man. Even as 80 women came forward and said that he drugged and raped them, she called it a shakedown. She called it a lie. She called it whatever she possibly could to discredit and... um, to discredit and make these women look like liars. Now, either she's had enough of doing that and has seen the light, which is not very likely... Or she knows that pudding pot money is about to vanish into a sea of settlements, which is the more likely scenario here. 
and she's filed for divorce. But here's the interesting thing. She, when the statement was released, when the paperwork was filed, she says she left him before the trial. Now, again, I read all the gossip blogs. I read all the, um, the trades. I read just about anything related to Hollywood. And all of them, even during his trial, she was defending him. Some will argue with me and say, well, it's a public persona. You know, she had to. No, you don't. You, Camille Cosby, for the most part, is not a public figure. She married a public figure, but she is not one herself that, I, that I'm aware of. She did not have to do anything. She's doing this, and um, I believe Blind Gossip had, um, had the article about it. She's doing it to save the money. She wants to try to save the put-and-pop money, the jello money, whatever you want to call it. She wants to save it because once he... Well, he's already been convicted. He's about to be sentenced. But there's... I'm, I'm guessing that there's going to be a ton of lawsuits that are filed. And if the assets are in her name, she doesn't have to pay out. And that's what this is all really boiling down to. You know, they're also saying that the kids haven't talked to Bill Cosby in a long time. That may be the case. But, again, they're not out there publicly defending their father. And I think that's the very important um, difference that we need to really look at here. They are not out saying... He didn't do this. These women are liars. These women are whatever. They are quiet and in the corners. So I, I'm very curious as to why. Like Camille seems like she's a very smart woman, but all of this seems so premeditated that if a judge doesn't question it, I have to question the judge's ability to um, decide cases. Because there's just so much at stake here. And if if they move forward with the divorce and Bill doesn't really fight her on anything then you'll know that this is a sting operation. And since he's likely to be in jail for the rest of his life, it's not a good reason for him not to to fight for his money. Because there's always appeals, there's always all sorts of legal shenanigans that can be pulled. And even if you're in prison, you still need money for essentials, like shampoo and, and whatnot. And it's not like the money's going to keep flowing in. And I think that's, right now, that's what we need to focus on, is the money is not always going to be flowing in. Um, Repeats have been pulled. Um, Specials have been canceled. Honors have been pulled. So that's what we really need to think about. I'll be right back. Okay, I'm back. And there is a cutie jogging, and I got distracted. Um, so sorry about that. Um, but speaking of beefcake, 
Um, on gen- when I had Generation Gossip and when I relaunched, well, not relaunched, but when I launched the Drunk Gossip blog, um, there will be more um, soap news. I haven't really done it because it really, I mean, I've done a few like about Alice and Sweeney and, um, and whatnot, but uh, there will be more coming um, with the blog. It's just, soap fans are just the most loyal and um, when I had Generation Gossip, the number one story I had was when the um, when I reported on the rumor that Sony wanted to buy All My Children and One Life to Live. And, like, after that, my blo- um, Generation Gossip never went under 1,500 views a day because of the soap fans. They may have come for the one story, or they may have, you know, they may have come for the Sony story, they may have come for the Van Hansen, um, Hansis, rather. Um, but they they stayed because they're just a very loyal audience, and if anyone can tap into that market, it's just terrific. Um, and these two actors that we're about to talk about know this. Um, Dominic Zambrun- Zambrunna, who plays Dante on General Hospital, and Brian... What's his last name? Um, Brian Tatillo, who plays Lucas on Days of Our Lives, are said to be leaving. Well, Dominic is definitely true. Dominic um, tweeted out that he was leaving General Hospital. Um, it, the rumor has been going for about a month now, with, with no confirmation. Um, it's just been a lot of speculation, but he confirmed it um, within the last couple days. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really blame him, honestly. He's, his character is married to a legacy character, um, and the son of a legacy character, but they somehow just never quite figured out what to do with him. Um, the last big storyline I remember him having was, um, when he cheated on Lu, when, um, when Dante cheated on Lulu with Valerie. Um, but other than that, like, he, he works, he works enough, obviously, um, he's under contract, or was under contract, um, it, but it just seemed like they didn't know what to do with the character, because he was good, and that's just sad, honestly, like, you know, I'm currently writing my own serial, and, you know, you can paint characters in shades of gray but ultimately your hero has to do the right thing for the right reason and it's really not that difficult um and his leaving has really been a long time coming he joined the cast in 2009 um and I think his first contract was probably up in 2013-2014 and there were rumors that he wanted to leave then um, and then things just kind of turned around and worked out for him. And he stayed. Um, with Brian Dottillo, um, there's not actually been confirmation that he's leaving. It's only that um, he, there's been hints and speculation again. But nothing concrete that says, yes, I'm definitely leaving. Um, un- unlike um, Dominic. Brian has driven story, um, 
he, his character Lucas fell off the wagon. Um, we're seeing visions of his dead son, or allegedly dead son, Will. Was in a love triangle. So, you know, that kind of, uh, that kept it going. And with this, I think maybe he he's just tired. Maybe he just wants a break. Uh, but he has left the role before. Uh, I, you know, with daytime, you never say never. You never say that you're never not, that you're never coming back. Um, you never say that the per that the character is definitely dead or anything like that because you just never really know. Um, and there's there's no words on whether the roles will be recast. Although, I would argue that. Lucas would be a little bit harder to recast because Brian has been in the role for 25 years. Um, and Days of Our Lives is pretty good about letting the character rest and when the actor wants to come back, bringing him back. Speaking of coming back, I'm going to take a short break and I'll be right back. Okay, I am back. And... As I've told you before, I'm putting together a special episode of Drunk Gossip all about celebrity conspiracy theories, and I just have to say, there are so, so many of them. Um, the ones that I I love right now are um, James, James Dean faked his death. Um... There's the Avril Lavigne um, not being the actual Avril Lavigne, but she's a replacement. Um, there's a similar one with um, Paul McCartney. And it's just, like, I'm, I'm researching this and trying to put the episode together. I'm hoping to get it out to you guys soon. Um, but as I'm putting it together, it, it's just so wonderful and bizarre and... Um, not many people outside of my circle of friends know I take part in something called the AT&T Create-a-thon um, they do it twice a year two to three times a year I should say here in New York and LA and a couple other cities and basically what you do is you create a short film in five uh, a short film no more than five minutes in a day so orientation happens Friday. On um, Saturday, you actually film with your crew, um, and it has to be turned in Sunday before a certain time, and then you screen all the films. So I've seen two of my movies up on the big screen so far, and personally, there's just no bigger thrill than seeing your work, something you created or helped create, up on the big screen, and and better yet. Um, like, the last one I did, which I'm gonna talk about in just a second, was more of a comedy. It was very satirical. And people were actually laughing at an inside joke between me and my friends. And it was just... It was one of those things where it really just... I understand now why celebrities have such big egos. Um, so the, the last movie I, I created was... We called it Big Globe. It was based on an inside joke between me and um, November O'Malley and our friend Natalie. I'm not going to say your last name, Natalie. You can't make me. 
So, basically the joke is that the world is actually flat and a shadowy organization called Big Globe keeps perpetrating this myth that the Earth is round. And so, uh, as part of my research for that, I had to look into it. And the thing about conspiracy theories are they can actually make some sense. Um, a friend sent me uh, an, uh, an article about Dave Chappelle because he knew I was putting together the conspiracy episode. And again, it was more of a... Um, it was more of a not the original Dave Chappelle. This is a brand new one. And they were actually making a lot of sense as to why this Dave Chappelle is not the real one. And, you know, and I have to be 100% honest here. They actually had me convinced until they said that they cloned him in a day. That's where they lost me. They, they cloned and grew him in a day. That's what I should say. That's where they lost me. Um, and then the same thing with the Flat Earthers. They, they kind of put out some compelling evidence. But then when they try to explain, you know, the pictures, they talk about Photoshop. Even though Photoshop didn't exist when these pictures were taken. And it, you, they can't explain why Earth is the only flat planet. And so that's where their arguments fall apart. So my hope is that when, uh, you know, I'm not going to try to debunk the conspiracies. I'm just, I'm going to riff on them just like I do the, the celebrity gossip stories now. But my hope really is that when, when the episode debuts, we can all just have a lot of fun with it. And it might actually um, be the starting point for um, my next novel. So we will see. Um, it's the weekend, so I hope you guys have a great weekend. Cheers. If you drink, don't drive. And if you die, I'm just going to cheers and say goodbye. Till next time.